Hello, and welcome to 7-Minute Explainers, your audio guide to everything you need to know about compelling and complex topics. I'm Lindsay Cradwell, digital production assistant at theweek.com, and today I'm going to tell you why we get allergies. Allergies suck. For far too many people, seasonal allergies manage to ruin the long-awaited spring, summer, and even fall seasons. We can't picnic in the park or enjoy the autumn foliage without that pesky stuffy nose or those insufferable itchy eyes tagging along. If you're considering what the evolutionary hiccup is that prevents so many of us humans from simply stepping outside to enjoy the fresh air, well, here's everything you need to know. First, let's address the science. Allergies are the result of your immune system making a mistake. Your immune system is essential for identifying and attacking invaders. But in the case of allergies, the immune system gets mixed up and mistakes a harmless protein, like those found in pollen and mold, for an invader. When the immune system is exposed to that particular protein, which is known as an allergen, it produces immunoglobin E antibodies, which circulate through the blood. Those antibodies signal plasma cells to release chemicals into the bloodstream, including histamine, to attack the invader. Histamine is part of the local immune system's response, and it causes inflammation. It's also responsible for many of your worst allergy symptoms, like congestion and sneezing. As for why our immune systems make these mistakes in the first place, well, scientists are still trying to figure that out. Typical symptoms of respiratory allergies, or hay fever, include nasal congestion, watery eyes, coughing, sneezing, and itching in your eyes, note, throat, or on the roof of your mouth. A big tip-off that it might be allergies and not just a cold is if the symptoms consistently appear in the spring or fall, and if the symptoms are exacerbated when you're in environments that are likely to contain allergens, such as a fresh-cut lawn or a park filled with trees. An estimated 50 million people in the U.S. suffer from hay fever, and an estimated one-fifth of the Western Hemisphere's population is affected. And if you're celebrating your lack of allergies, don't be so quick to pop the champagne. Although allergies are most common in children, they can develop at any age. New or recurring allergies can be sparked by hormones, stress, smoke, perfume, or other environmental irritants. Scientists still haven't been able to pinpoint exactly why and when people typically get allergies, but they do know it's at least partly caused by a combination of genetics and environmental factors. In better news, while it's possible to suddenly get allergies, it's also possible for allergies to go away. Some people's allergies become less severe or even disappear as they age. Of course, people don't just have seasonal allergies. There are plenty of other things out there just waiting to cause an allergic reaction. Like cats, for example. But it's not the cat itself that people are allergic to. It's a protein that's secreted in the cat's saliva when it licks its fur, or a particular protein in the cat's dander. So that's just like people who have seasonal allergies. They're allergic to one or two proteins in the pollen, not the pollen itself. Other common allergy sources include molds and dust mites. Some people are even allergic to cockroaches because their saliva, feces, and shedding body parts lovely, act as similar allergens to dust mites. Then there are also the less common allergens like leather, water, semen, cold temperatures, exercise, being touched, pregnancy. Yes, the list goes on and on. 
can find out if you're allergic to something by taking an allergy test. The most common allergy test involves putting a tiny amount of allergen on the skin and then pricking or scratching the outermost layer. If the skin wells up and becomes red, you're probably allergic to that particular allergen. And there are also some blood tests to nail down allergens. While you might know the source of your misery, there isn't a cure for allergies. But you can treat the symptoms and avoid the sources of your allergens. Nasal sprays and medications like antihistamines, decongestants, and corticosteroids are common treatments. And they can be effective in alleviating a runny or itchy nose, congestion, sneezing, and inflammation. For those with more severe allergies, there's always allergy shots. The shots contain small amounts of an allergen so that your body can gradually develop non-allergen antibodies and the immune system can slowly change its reaction to that particular allergen. Allergy shots generally work best for allergens like bee stings, pollen, dust mites, molds, and pet dander. There isn't evidence that they work for food or drug-related allergies. On the downside, allergy shots also involve frequent regular visits to the doctor and have a slow burn. It can take up to two years for any noticeable improvement. To avoid allergens, you can clean frequently, keep your windows closed during the spring and late summer to early fall, and change your clothes after being outdoors. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Explainers. Check out new episodes every Thursday on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more on this series or the week's selection of podcasts, including 7-Minute Opinions and This Week I Learned, go to theweek.com slash audio. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, tell a friend, and give us a rating or review on iTunes. I'm Lindsay Crowderwell, and thanks so much for listening.